Welcome to the Wellspring Church Podcast. We're an international church family who wants to see Jesus' love transform communities. This recording is a sermon from our Sunday service and will take you deeper into the Bible in a real and relevant way. If you want to take a seat for now. Okay, so we've got to the point in our service where we're going to be opening the word together. But to help us with the word, I thought it'd be helpful to do a Christmas quiz now, the, the jokes didn't go down too well. <laughs> I hope the quiz goes down a tiny bit better. So, during Christmas, during our nativity sort of countdown, Advent countdown, we have been looking at Christ Jesus being our eternal king. And so today, I've put up a quiz for you, which is to do with kings and queens. So you can write answers on your phone or get a pen, piece of paper or something to write them down on. It's just a little bit of fun for you to get you uh, thinking about kings and queens and what they rule over. So if we can have the slide up, and I'm going to give you two minutes, two minutes to have a look at this, and maybe we can have a bit of background music, keep it Christmassy, if kings and queens aren't Christmassy enough. How many can you name? So for example, the first you can see is Charles III, King Charles III, and he is the king of the United Kingdom. So what's the next one? Queen, what? You could be very short with that name. And what is she queen of? And then uh, you may, can you see it from there? You may need some help. Some children may gotta help you out. So two minutes, let me put that on the timer, go. DJ, run that track. It's <laughs> very good. I don't see anybody on their phones cheating. One more minute. Yeah, one, one, of, one of them has the answer on there for you. <laughs> You've got 30 seconds, ladies and gentlemen. Kings and queens of what? Of what, I ask? All right, 10 seconds. Five. Four, three, two, one. All right, let's stop there. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you've done well. We're doing an honesty policy right now, so I'm just going to throw up all the throw up all the answers on the screen. 
One point for getting the king right as well, or the queen right, as well as what they're king of or queen of. So let's have the next slide up, Chris. Thank you very much. So we've got Queen Bee, Queen Beyonce, pop music. We've got King Louis from the Jungle Book. He's king of the jungle. Elvis, king of rock music. Black Panther or T'Challa or Shuri, Wakanda, king, queen of Wakanda. Elsa, not queen of Frozen, queen of Arendelle. Uh, Aragon, king of Middle Earth, Lord of the Rings. King Kong, that was a good one. Skull Island, king of Skull Island. MSG is the king of flavor, if you didn't know about that. Just add it, just add it to your food, you'll see what it means. The lion is the king of beasts, or the king of animal, or it is also known as the king of the jungle, so I'll accept that as well. Um, we've got Bowser, King Bowser, or King Cooper, king of the Coopers. We've got Mary, queen of Scots, or Scotland. Lucy, she's queen of Narnia. We've got King Triton, king of the sea. We've got Eminem, king of rap music. And finally, we've got King Arthur, King of England, fantastic. So there is the Christmas quiz for you. Just wanted to check, how many got 10 or more? Fantastic, it was a good quiz. All right, 11 or more? Oh, very good, 12 or more? Uh, uh, you're just putting it up now, all right, fantastic. Now, here... Matty <laughs> got M&M. It's a good quiz for general knowledge. But here's the question, guys. Beyond all that, let's take the slide off because people are distracted. Here's the real question. Who, or shall I say, what is Jesus king of? And that's what we're going to be looking at today briefly together. And if you were thinking Jesus, what is he king of? Maybe he's king of Israel. You wouldn't be wrong, but that would only be a limited understanding. If you want to put it up there um, on the screen, Israel. I mean, being king of Israel, that's true. But what we're realizing today, or what our focus is on, is actually Jesus is the king of life. Not just Israel, but life. And if you're truly the king of life, then what you're really king of is eternal life. Life in all its fullness is eternity, is eternal. And so my message today, my brief summary uh, today, is Jesus and eternal life. So that's what we're going to be looking at and focusing on through our time together. And uh, simply to say, we've been working through Heart the Herald, Angels Sing, so that uh, song, and we've been working through the lyrics, and you may be thinking, what, eternal life, and um, what's that to do with the song? So if we put up the lyrics from uh, today, what we sang together in one of the verses, born that man no more may die, born to raise the sons of earth, born to give them second birth. So what's that all about? Eternal life, Jesus being the eternal king. And so what we're going to do now, we're going to have a simple look in scripture. So if you want to turn with me to Matthew chapter 1, it'll also come up on the screens for you. I'm just going to read from verse 18 to 21. And this is what the word says. This is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph. But before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace. He had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. 
She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. So as we talk about eternal life today, Jesus and eternal life, we have to realize also there's this mention of sin and needing to be saved from sin. And uh, I don't know how many of you over this Christmas period have watched uh, apparently the top-selling film. Uh, It's more an American thing, but The Grinch. Um, Well, there's been a more recent animated version. And just in case you don't know what The Grinch is about, what it looks like, it's this green fella who's a bit separated from his local community. And uh, just so you get a, a feel for his attitude, let's just play this clip of The Grinch. Under videos, Chris. (laughs) Not working? I can continue if not. Okay, so um, I know the long awaited clip is up. (laughs) Christmas smells. The Grinch is basically, one of the lines through it is his heart is two sizes too small. And the thing is today, I don't want to offend you, especially not on Christmas Day. 
But the truth is, without God in our lives, we are all like the Grinch. We are separated, removed from God. And our heart is definitely two sizes too small. Without God, it's like we're not alive. And we may not be green on the outside, but we are green on the inside. We look for other things to fill our lives. You'll see this in the Grinch film. He tries and does all this stuff and steals Christmas, steals presents to fill his life up. But it just leaves him feeling more empty. You saw the funny uh, Christmas choir coming to him with songs of joy, actually about the birth of Jesus. And he's running away. And we're like the Grinch, you know. Sometimes we're running away from what actually would help us. We run away from God sometimes. And it's a great opportunity to realize that God has come to us through Jesus, Emmanuel. You see, the Grinch, throughout the Grinch, you hear of another character. Her name is Cindy Lou, this lovely, adorable little girl here. And Cindy Lou gives up what belongs to her. She gives up her Christmas. She gives up her Christmas presents in order that she can be with the Grinch, and she literally saves the Grinch. And you can see them together there. This is nearing the end of the film, spoiler alert, they get together and it's a happy ending. But she was willing to lose all that belonged to her so that she could have a relationship with the Grinch. She gave those things up. In the same way, Jesus, the eternal King of heaven, left heaven, gave up heaven, to come to earth, to come to us, not just to be born and to live as a human, but to give up his life for us so that we can have a relationship with God. And he had to pay for it with his life, not simply presents or Christmas presents. And yet in our lives here today, we can try and fill ourselves up with different things, different goods, maybe different opportunities, maybe different things that we care about. I don't know, some achievements maybe, or maybe just chasing after the highs, but they leave us feeling empty. And then the opportunity of God or being honest, we don't want to do, we cower from. But the opportunity we have every day because of Jesus coming to earth is actually to own up to what we've done and to come into a relationship with Jesus because of what he's paid for by giving his life. Romans 5 uh, verse 8 says, God shows his love for us. He demonstrates his love for us that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So because God loves us, he sent Jesus, his one and only son, to be born and to be raised here on earth to show us who God is and what God is like. And he did that without sinning. And so through Jesus's life, you see him teach about God. He taught the truth. He literally demonstrated it. He was an example of who God is to us. So he raised uh, the dead. He raised up Lazarus. He healed the sick. He spent time with the poor and the marginalized. And he even drove out and delivered people of evil. But at the age of 33, this Jesus died on a cross for the sin that he never committed. But this was always God's plan because he was sent with a mission. And his plan was to die on a cross to pay for all our sin, the sin that separates us. Just like the Grinch was separated, something had to be paid for so that we could be back in relationship with God. And so Jesus died on the cross. It was always the plan. But three days later, he rose again. 
What is Jesus king of? Life. But here's the next question, the final question I leave with you today. Who is Jesus king of? Matthew 1 verse 21 mentions he will save people. He will save his people. And I don't want you to exclude yourself from that today. His people weren't simply the Jews. It wasn't simply Israel. That's a narrow view. His people would be all who would repent, who would say sorry and turn to Jesus and believe in him and his work, his finished work on the cross. Because Jesus overcame death, he makes a way for us to be forgiven of our own sin and the consequence of eternal death. Jesus invites us to have a relationship with God through repentance and faith in him. Repentance is saying sorry for what you've done and turning towards God. And faith is simply following Jesus and trusting him as your king for the rest of your life. None of you have done something so bad or you haven't missed out on something so bad that you can't have a relationship with God today. And I want to invite you in this moment now, I'm going to pray. And if you would like to have a relationship with God, or if you feel like you've been distant and you want to draw closer to him, I'm going to share this prayer now. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to ask you to bow your heads. You don't have to repeat after me, but I want you to hear these words. And if you want to, agree them in your heart, agree them in your mind. And we're going to say amen together after I've prayed these few words. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for your love for me. I'm sorry for my sin and living without you. Thank you, Jesus died to take my sin away. Thank you, Jesus rose again, so death isn't the end. Jesus, be my king and help me to forgive others as I have been forgiven. And help me follow you with the rest of my life. Amen. Amen. Romans 6, 23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Today, if you've said that prayer for the first time or recommitted, I want to encourage you that sin is no longer the thing that separates you from God, but you have eternal life in your Lord Jesus and Saviour. Let's stand and sing and praise the one who saved us. Amen. Thank you for listening. We hope you've been blessed and encouraged by what you've heard. If you'd like to know more about Jesus, Wellspring Church, or how you can grow with others in faith, connect with us by clicking the link in the episode description or by joining us on Sundays at 9 and 11am in person and online.